Any views and opinions expressed are those of the authors and or participants and do not necessarily reflect the views, policy, or position of the Rheumatology and Arthritis Learning Network or HMP Global, its employees, and affiliates. Welcome to this podcast from the Rheumatology and Arthritis Learning Network. I'm your moderator, Rebecca Mashaw, and I'm, I'm very pleased to be talking with Dr. Ben Noble with the Global Healthy Living Foundation about an abstract he presented at ULAR this year that has to do with patient perceptions of rheumatoid arthritis tests. Thanks for joining us today, Dr. Noble. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for inviting me, Rebecca. Your stated objective for this study was to see how patients perceive RA-related lab testing and their perceived utility of a blood test to predict treatment response to new medications for rheumatoid arthritis. Why did you decide to research this issue? Our research infrastructure really builds on that initial online community of creaky joints. And then um, about eight years ago, we launched Arthritis Power. It's our patient-powered research network, a research registry that has now more than 40,000 participants and people um, sharing data regularly, patient-reported outcome measures, how they're doing, medication and medication changes and so forth. So we hear from patients a lot, just anecdotally, honestly, that lab tests are important and they understand in, they understand the numbers in different ways. So if you're talking to someone living with RA, they might say, well, I'm, I'm seronegative or I'm, uh, which means they, their RF, uh, the rheumatoid factor came back negative. So we know it's important for patients when they're thinking about kind of identifying themselves or their diagnosis. And then as part of their ongoing monitoring of their treatment and the disease activity, they'll also refer to different numbers as well. It might be their CRP or their SED rate, but they are familiar with those numbers. And they are also familiar with other things like tracking for uh, medication side effect. And so patients are curious and know about, enough about them, obviously, to, to ask questions, to, to speak about them when they're talking to, to one another. So we really wanted to get some data on this because when I looked in the literature uh, in RA, there was just absolutely nothing from the patient's perspective talking about how patients or how people living with RA uh, think about and understand their lab results. I'll also add that because we're in an era now where biomarkers are becoming more uh, available and important as a way of, of diagnosing and, and being able to predict treatment outcomes, even be, being able to differentiate different types of the same disease can in turn help guide decision-making about treatments. We also wanted to get some data from patients about how they feel about that and then what they would value in a test that might predict treatment response uh, for a medication in RA. Would you give us a brief overview of your study? We did a one-time survey, and this was in our Arthritis Power Registry. We invited patients to take this survey online. Uh, in order to be eligible to take the survey, they had to have a, a diagnosis of rheumatoid arthritis, and they also had to have taken at least one DMAR, disease-modifying anti-rheumatic drug, for their rheumatoid arthritis. It did not have to be an advanced therapy like a biologic 
um, but at least they needed to have taken methotrexate or some other conventional synthetic DMARD. So it was a one-time survey, 27 items, and we asked about patients' perceptions of RA-related uh, blood work. We also included a choice-based conjoint analysis of how patients value different attributes of a blood test to predict response to RA medication in the hypothetical. So it wasn't about any particular blood test, just a hypothetical blood test that did this. What would they wanna see in that blood test? And what are the elements of it that they would value uh, relative to the other elements? And then we also asked some basic questions, clinical characteristics um, like PRO data and demographic data from the patients as well. How many people responded to the survey? So we had 405 people complete the survey. Uh, the majority were women, white women with a mean age of around 58 years old, which was the number that we needed. The 400 or more was what we needed in order for the conjoint, the choice-based conjoint analysis to return uh, good results that would, would give us the information we wanted to know about the relative value of, of different attributes for that hypothetical uh, blood test to predict treatment response. And the profile that you just gave about white women in their late 50s, that's consistent with the majority of patients with RA? It is. We tend to skew um, even more female and even more white than the uh, than the U.S. population of people living with rheumatoid arthritis, but in general, yes. Although you know we wouldn't claim that this survey is totally representative, we think it gives a pretty good idea of where patients are coming from all on this. What did you find out? Well, we learned some interesting things. Eighty to eighty-one percent, eighty-six percent or so of patients perceived pretty accurately that their rheumatologist is ordering lab work to check for active inflammation and also to assess for uh, potential side effects of medications. So by and large, kind of on the big picture, patients really, you know, were aware of that's, that's what the point of that lab work. We asked them, you know, which do you think your physician is using to monitor your rheumatoid arthritis? And about 80% of patients uh, put the, the CBC or the complete blood count test as the one that they thought their physician was mostly using. That was followed, followed pretty close by the by liver function tests, kidney tests, or the complete metabolic panel. About 77% of patients thought that was mostly used by their physicians to monitor RA. Um, and then lower down a little bit is CRP and, and SED rate. Then we also asked what they perceived their physicians to be using uh, as a lab test if they're considering changing medications. And what's interesting there is there was not a majority uh, at all. It was kind of all over the map, but the the item, the answer item that got the most, uh, the highest percentage at 48, 49% of respondents was none or I don't know. <clears throat> so this was pretty interesting that uh, patients didn't, you know, have a strong sense that their physician was actually using a lab test uh, to make a decision about, to help inform that decision about changing medication. So finally, we asked uh, what patients perceived to be useful for themselves to understand their own disease activity. And again, there was no clear majority, but 48.6 uh, or 49% of patients, which was the most, 
uh, felt that the C-reactive protein or CRP was what was helpful to them in understanding uh, RA disease activity. And that was followed not far behind by the ESR, the uh, SED rate, 43%. What's important to note here, I think, is that from the rheumatologist perspective, who's obviously working with the patient to, to make uh, decisions about care and treatment, blood tests are important, but they're, they're certainly not the most important uh, part of a patient's profile. And I think that's another reason we did this, this survey is that it's not like a, a disease like diabetes where your blood tests are everything. Rheumatologists use, and patients also use more than just a blood test to determine how it's, how it's going with the disease. Um, there's things like, you know, the clinical exam uh, for patients, there's patient reported outcome measures, they're how, how they feel. Um, over time, there might be radiographic or imaging data. So lab tests are just part of the picture um, in understanding what's going on with disease activity and to make treatment decisions. So it's not perhaps that surprising that there wasn't a strong consensus among patients about what was being used uh, by physicians to, to change medications. We also found, and I think this is really important data to have out there, is that patients really, a majority, 91%, worried that their current RA medication would eventually stop working. And 82% felt they worried that they would waste time trying new medication that may not work for them. So that's why I think it's interesting to note that nearly 90% of patients were very or extremely interested in being able to take a blood test to help predict whether RA medication would work for them, like a particular medication. And so I think that's important. I think a lot of RA patients, you know, when you speak to them anecdotally, express some, some worry and frustration about this. And I think they feel like being able to know or have more confidence that a blood test um, would provide as they're starting a new medication is really uh, a big deal. Among the attributes of this hypothetical blood test to predict treatment response, being accurate, so having results of that blood test that were highly accurate, that was by far the most valued attribute um, over and above uh, the cost of it out of pocket and the, the wait time, the additional wait time it might uh, carry to have, have that done. And by highly accurate, just meaning that you're you're improving the chance the medication will work from like a, a coin toss, like a 50% chance, 50-50 chance it'll work versus not work to something closer to 85 to 95% chance. So they wanted, you know, more kind of confidence that that uh, that their medication would work and they wanted the accuracy that would tell them that. How accurate were their perceptions about the tests that their rheumatologists were using? The CBC, the metabolic panel, did they hit those numbers pretty accurately or, or are the rheumatologists in fact looking more carefully at things like CRP and SED rate? I think patients by and large did really pretty much understand that the most important um, thing that, that their physician is looking at is assessing for side effects or potential side effects of medication and making sure that uh, the, the lab readings were still okay. And I think, um, again, if you talk to physicians about these results or when I've spoken to physicians about them, 
they emphasize that it really depends on the patient. So for some patients, they may, you know, pay attention to the CRP or the SUD rate because it, it is, there tends to be more indicative of how that patient is doing. Other doctors uh, might say that it's not the, the main thing that's important when we're understanding this patient's disease activity. So I think part, part of what a little is a little bit tricky about this is that it, it really is so um, individual based on, on particular patients. But I think by and large, patients really did understand that their doctor is ordering lab tests because they want to make sure that there's not side effects happening from the medications. And they also are using that data as part of their assessment um, to check for active inflammation and disease activity. Now, is there a degree of self-selection here? Because this is coming from the arthritis power registry. So you've got patients here who are already, let's say more, perhaps more informed, more actively monitoring themselves, not just doing what the doctor says and, and going on about their business, but they're really engaged in their own care. How does that affect the way you look at these results? I think it may be true that the population or this particular uh, survey sample was looking at patients who may be more engaged. I think what's more important to note is that if we had had a sample of patients who are very new to RA, so newly diagnosed or mostly biologic naive, for example, we might have a, a little bit different results because in our stud, in our sample, almost uh, all of the patients, at least more than three quarters of the patients had been uh, living with an RA diagnosis for three or more years. So these are people who mostly have longstanding RA. So I think what would be interesting in a follow-up study is to really understand how people who are just getting a diagnosis with RA, trying to wrap their head around all of it, how they would understand or think about the blood work and lab tests, what questions they would have, um, and also how they would feel about uh, a potential test that would predict treatment response, because they're pretty pretty early in their journey. You know, they may not have moved from a conventional synthetic DMARD on to more advanced therapy, and, and maybe that's a, a point at which this would be an, an important test for them in particular. So I think that would be a pretty interesting uh, follow-up study is to really restrict the cohort to just patients who uh, who are newly diagnosed. What is the value of understanding these results for the practicing rheumatologist? How can they apply this in their practice? I think helping patients understand what's important about blood work, what the limitations of blood work are, that it is not going to tell you everything but that it's useful as part of the picture of understanding uh, disease and disease activity and even the potential to, to make treatment changes using blood work more probably in the future as we have tests that are available to help predict treatment response. So I think those things are important. And just a reminder, I think rheumatologists are, are wonderful at communicating with patients overall. And I think just bearing in mind that patients do have curiosity about their blood work and being able to understand what's important about it and what they need to hang on to in terms of remembering or paying attention themselves 
as patients, I think would be helpful and, and potentially make them more engaged in their, in their care and their treatment. Any other advice for the practicing rheumatologist in communicating about this with patients? Anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, there are great resources available online. The My organization, Creaky Joints, has a patient's guide to rheumatoid arthritis blood work uh, or laboratory tests that is a really useful resource. I know also for patients who are overseas in the UK, the National Rheumatoid Arthritis Society, I believe is the name of the organization over there. They also have uh, a pamphlet called Blood Matters, which also breaks down uh, in less detail, but it also does talk about blood work. So I think there's a, there's good resources that have already been uh, created that that rheumatologists can can pull from or make available or direct their patients uh, to look at if they want to share more information um, from things that have already been created. Well, we appreciate you taking the time to talk with us about this today and look forward to hearing about future research that you do along these lines.